Welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing some Disney movie news and also which Disney characters we would want to adopt if we could have them as pets. Okay, but before we get into that, I want to read a review. And if if anybody listening is a new listener or if you are a returning listener and you haven't left a review yet, leaving a review really helps. So I figured uh, I would pick a review uh, and read it out. So if you leave us a review, maybe yours will be read on a future episode. So this one comes from Aaron 56 and it says, these two really capture the magic with their wonderful personalities and enthusiasm about Disney. Oh, wow. Well, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate You're it. Too so, kind. Yes. So again, You must be listening to a different Disney podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they accidentally picked the wrong one. They did well, see I'm these really two. So it's it's at least another Disney podcast I mean, with two a lot, co-hosts. A lot of podcasts have two co like so, two hosts. Some so. have like four or five though. So some do. Right. So we definitely fit that, but I think that this was a mistake, but I'm I'm thankful for it. Yes. Hey. So maybe some of some people listening uh, to this episode can uh, mistakenly leave us yes, a nice review. review as well. So maybe we'll read it out in a future episode. So, all right. So getting into Disney news, like I said, a lot of news around movies. So it was announced that the director of Moonlight, Barry Jenkins, will be directing a Lion King sequel. So this is a sequel to the live action Lion King. I'm not really surprised that they announced a sequel. They've kind of announced that a sequel to Aladdin is in production. They've already done a sequel to Maleficent. I think we've talked about this before. I'm excited to hear this. I know a lot of people really didn't like the live action Lion King. They thought it was too realistic. There wasn't enough you know, emotion on the lion's faces and everything. But I'm excited about this. And I think I've I've stated this point before. And I think my kind of opinion is... Sure, the live-action movies, the remakes may be unnecessary because we're not that far away from the animated versions, but I think the sequels are going to be better because they're going to be freed from having to essentially copy their source material. I just have to say one thing about this, and then I'm ready to move on. I can't wait in about, like, after this movie comes out in about 10 years when then they start to do animated remakes of the live action films because i think that is really where the where the money is okay so you just see a big a big circle so we're <laughs> gonna go circle it's animated to live action it's like the recycling circle remakes. you know <laughs> like the little arrow that points at itself yeah i think my issue again with these movies and with particularly any it's gonna be movie- hologram remakes though in 10 years <laughs> my issue with any of the movies that are um you know animal based is again i've watched too much Na- national geographic and things so to me these animals look like nice approximations, but nowhere near what a real animal looks like for an entire film. I can take it when, you know, like we just watched Hocus Pocus uh, last night. And so, you know, I could take it if it's just one character like Binks, like that's fine, but it's the whole movie full of characters that look off to me. So, yeah. Yeah. I will say I'm a little surprised they're doing the Lion King, I guess, because I feel like a lot of people, really did not like the way they did that animation, the quote-unquote live action, though it did make a ton of money. So in that, in that sense, I'm not surprised. I guess I'm, I'm probably most surprised like they haven't announced anything around Beauty and the Beast. I mean, the Beauty and yeah. the Beast live action movie did over a billion dollars as well, and they haven't announced anything about that. Again, there's already talks of Aladdin 2. Now we have Lion King 2. So it's kind of surprising Beauty and the Beast hasn't gotten anything. I will say, 
I do think it's interesting they got, um, again, Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight, the Academy um, Award winner, uh, Moonlight. So, you know, a very well-respected, you know, known director. I mean, that's a, you know, a very, that's a drama. It's a very serious uh, topic, what that movie was about. And, you know, it's it's interesting that they you know, got him to do Lion King. It, it's almost like, you know, I think Marvel does this a little bit. I mean, they've gotten some, you know, either big name directors or they've gotten a lot of directors that have done, you know, independent movies and have had, you know, some success doing, you know, quote unquote, serious movies, not these like big popcorn blockbusters. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the, it's turned out really well for them. So I think it's interesting that, you know, Disney is doing this and I, and maybe he'll bring, you know, a different tone to the movie. Apparently this is going to be a sequel, but also touch on Mufasa's origins. So kind of a prequel slash sequel. So I, I think, um, I think there'll be an interesting dynamic. I'm just nervous. So obviously if they're going to be talking about Mufasa, they're going to be talking about Scar and I just hope that they paint a better portrait of Scar than the other live action did because he looked again mangy he didn't seem as menacing they took away a lot of his mojo from the animated film so I'm hoping they give it back to him in this and really like give him his power back I don't see them changing the characters much I mean I think they keep with the same characters I think if anything they're going to look more realistic because three or four years worth of technology is going to put them and then even you know, another level. So I think maybe some of the issues with the animals not looking quite right, maybe even improved. I mean, it may even be better, but I don't see them completely redoing the character. Well, this, this is turning into me just talking about Lion King. So let's move on. (laughs) All right. So the next piece of movie news is that soul is going to be released on Disney plus. And I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, that this was the rumor that Disney was going to be, looking to move soul to Disney plus. Now it's, it is now official. It's coming out on Christmas day. The interesting thing is it is not a premium rental like Mulan was. So it is just included in your monthly Disney plus subscription. You do not have to pay an additional twenty nine ninety nine to rent this movie. I think it's interesting that they decided to do that because I think if any movie would have done well as a premium uh, video on demand rental. It would be a Pixar movie, especially at Christmas, because now maybe thirty dollars was a step too far. But I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't try nineteen ninety nine because this is one where or even ten bucks <laughs> anything well, besides I, I mean, free. I mean, I think I think twenty dollars is about what these premium movie rentals have been going for. But you figure this one is going to be one where you're going to watch it with your kids, so you're easily going to have three to five people in a family watching this, especially around Christmas, multiple families, that 20 bucks is well worth it to kind of sit down with your family around the holidays and watch a brand new Pixar movie. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, Mulan, I know that some parents and like parenting blogs had an issue with Mulan because, you know, there was some violence in it. So you know, I, I'm sure that it probably didn't hit the numbers that it could have if it was something a little bit more innocuous, like a Pixar movie like Soul. So it's interesting how they played that. And I bet that they probably think in retrospect that they wish they would have flipped it around a little bit. Yeah, I have heard that, that some people were saying, you know, with the PG-13 rating, they decided they didn't want to purchase it 
with their kids because they weren't really sure whether it was appropriate for younger kids. And so they, you know, people didn't want to pay the $30. So they figured they would just wait until it comes out for free as part of Disney plus, you know, so they could watch it first before they watch it with their kids. Yeah. I, I do think, like you said, they probably should have flipped it. That soul should have been the one as the video on demand. I also don't think that this necessarily means that Mulan was a failure. I, I think Disney is trying to figure out which model works best. I mean, I think, you know, they released one, you know, big blockbuster that you had to pay for, and now they're releasing another one for free. And I think they're going to look at, does this drive Disney plus subscriptions more than Mulan did, which you had to pay for. And I think they're really trying to feel out what works best, which I think is kind of amazing that you have a major Hollywood studio just kind of playing games essentially with these two to $300 million blockbuster movies mm-hmm. that they're just like, we're just going to throw it out there and just try this. And then we're going to try this other way and just see what works like at this point any any additional money is good for them because it's like they you know they spent 200 million or so on these movies and it's like if we can just get anything back at this point it's (laughs) it's kind of amazing that they'll you know pixar which typically always opens number one at the theaters they're just hey it's on disney plus you can watch it right and the last piece of news is we are getting a space mountain movie that's the rumor uh, going around now. Uh, Entertainment Weekly posted an article that apparently the screenplay is being written by Joby Howard, who wrote Awake. And plot details are light, but it seems like, I don't know, Disney is just trying to make anything into a movie. I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, a month ago they said we're getting a Haunted Mansion based movie. Now we're getting Space Mountain. I, I don't know why you're going to make a Space Mountain movie, but. Uh, it, hey, they it's made sure a be interesting. The Caribbean movie and it was successful. We can't refer to the Jungle Cruise movie. I, I would think that they would wait until they saw how the Jungle Cruise did. But I mean, it's going to be a smash hit because I feel like once theaters open up with movies, people are going to start. I mean, I think it's going to be a while, but I think people are going to pack them because they're so tired of like not being able to have movies like it. It's a bummer. There's really nothing new coming out. So, yeah, well, I think you bring up a good point, though. There's nothing in any of these press releases or any of this reporting around the Space Mountain movie or the Haunted Mansion movie that said they're going to come out in theaters. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Disney now with Disney Plus, like we talked about Soul just being released there, they now have to create content not only for theaters, traditional theaters, but they have to create, you know, appealing content to get people to subscribe and stay subscribed to Disney Plus. I know a lot of the so far movies directly to Disney plus have been kind of like Disney channel type movies. I don't think have been the best quality. Well, maybe that's, that's what I was just going to say is they've been doing this forever though. This is nothing new for them because they always made the Disney channel original movies. So now they're just putting it on a different platform. Yeah. But I think now though, when you're making movies for the Disney channel, that's television movies and people expect a different level of quality versus streaming where you are paying an additional monthly fee over and above everything. And you're competing against Netflix, which has, you know, Hollywood level movies, Amazon prime Hulu, even which is also owned by Disney. So they have to, you know, bring an additional level and they can't always be aimed. I think at younger children, which I think a lot of the Disney channel movies are, I mean, you have to have, I know they don't want to go above PG 13, but 
you just can't have Marvel and Star Wars kind of filling that role. You need some some other type of movie. So I wouldn't be surprised if this Space Mountain movie or that Haunted Mansion movie ends up coming out on Disney Plus. Hey, I wouldn't even be surprised if next year the Jungle Cruise is on Disney Plus instead of theaters. I mean, I think you know there's still a lot of question on when movie theaters are even going to reopen. I know uh, Regal Cinemas just closed because James Bond delayed till next year, and so they said we're there's no movies out, nobody's coming. So, which is why Soul's coming out on Disney Plus. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these movies that they're announcing they don't even have plans to take to theaters. Um, you know, yeah. whereas some of the ones that are coming out in theaters, you know, I think are probably still up in the air even next year. Because um, otherwise, it seems like everybody's going to have... There's going to be 100 movies out next year because every movie that's supposed to come out this year is coming out next year now. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about this because, again, I have no idea. Is it just going to be in space? And is that going to be... <laughs> you're going to space and that's how the tie into Space Mountain is? Because Space Mountain doesn't have a, like a very coherent story. I mean, it's just like no, you traveling to it's space. It's a dark ride. Yeah, it's, it's pretty light on backstory. So it'll be interesting to see what they can pull out of this. All right, so on to our main topic t- today. So we recently adopted two kittens. Yeah. So we haven't really talked about them yet, and it's so sad because they are—they bring us so much joy. <laughs> they're a terror, is what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, they're—they're they're good. They're just kittens. They—they uh, they like to chew and get into everything. They are named Laszlo and Nandor from what we do in the shadows. <laughs> So fans of that show, <laughs> and if you're not a fan of that show, you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out. It's a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. It's on Hulu if you have Hulu. And this is turning into like a streaming plug. Yeah, it for is. everything. So not, <laughs> Promise, not sponsors at all. Yeah, they, they did not sponsor us. We're not that ballin'. So, <laughs> so it got me thinking, what characters from Disney movies would I want to adopt as a pet? <laughs> And so I thought it would be fun to kind of give like power rankings like, oh, hey, what, what are our top five characters or so we would want as a pet? And we kind of talked about rules before. These rules are like really loose. Yeah, I think that I followed my own rules and you followed your own. Yeah, because I, originally I was like, well, you know, I would maybe want this character. But I was like, but they talk. So I was like, well, do they talk if I adopt them as yeah. a pet? Because I don't want a pet that talks to me. That's really creepy. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't want. I wouldn't want our kittens talking to us. I would be like, no, thank you. You can stay away. <laughs> so I think I kind of took it as more or less like the type of animal they are. And, then and similar personalities. Similar traits. personalities, yeah. And then I will say probably that they don't talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> but that's where I came from. So I just I thought it would be interesting, you know, kind of a, a fun little thing to do. Um, and we definitely want to hear what your Disney characters are. So... Um, definitely let us know on our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears. Check us out on Facebook. Let us know what you think of our picks after we go over them. <laughs> and point out how wrong they are. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think it's anybody's opinion. I don't think there's any wrong answers on this one. I think this is a good show. It's not like all these game shows where I lose because there clearly are wrong answers. <laughs> there are no wrong answers here. So. Well, there are. My number one choice is the actual <laughs> correct answer. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, you want to go first w- sure. with, with your first one? I'm going to go with my fifth choice. When Joe shared his not wanting them to talk thing, I took that then as it had to be basically a sidekick kind of character. Well, I think all mine talk. Yeah. Maybe maybe one or two of them don't. I didn't go with any, um, well, sort of, any characters that talk. I think maybe one of one group of them 
one of them might talk, but everything else is like basically a sidekick character already that somebody has as a pet. So I kind of took that and kind of applied that as, okay, they're not that person's now they're mine. So anyway, my number five is Miko. I love bad animals. I love like my cats. Like I, this is why I've never so you had want a wild animal. I love raccoons. I think they're the most adorable creature in the world. There's only one raccoon for me and that's rocket. <laughs> and I would take him even though he talks. I will say that. Yeah, I'm going to have to change that. my list. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe change yours. But Miko is just, you know, he's he's bad. He You have to kind of watch him. But he's also helpful to Pocahontas. He seems like he would be just a barrel of fun to have around. And so, yeah, I picked him because he, he has that mischievous streak. But also seems very food mo- motivated. So he would be trainable. So, yeah, that's that was my first, first choice. All right. I'm going with, and, and this is in like really no particular order, because I, I don't really have maybe a, hey, this is the top one. So these are just kind of in any order. And I will say, mine do talk, but again, in my mind, I was like, I'm adopting them as the animal they are, and they're not going to talk to me for this some of them. It's going to be so. so weird. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But so my, my first one is, <laughs> I'm going to go very traditional with a lot of these, but I'm going with Mochi the cat from Big Hero 6. So the hairy baby. Oh my gosh. Yes. He is He is an adorable, I think he's a he. He's an adorable cat. Mochi, great name. Yes. It's great food Delicious. too. So yeah, I'm not going to eat the cat, <laughs> but he's a cat. So I don't think you can go wrong with having a nice cat. A he, fat cat. He likes to curl up in your lap. Mm-hmm. He likes to, He likes to be pet. He just likes to chill with you. You don't have to worry about him, you know, <laughs> chewing all your computer wires when you're working from home. We, we say as we are in, in our little recording studio with the door closed so that our cats don't eat our equipment. Yes. We're the ones being punished, not the cats. <laughs> they have free reign of the house. We are locked in here. <laughs> so they're not bothering us. But yeah, he's he's very chill. And, and so I'm going with, with Mochi uh, as, as one of my picks. I think that's a very solid pick. All right. Rather boring, but good. Solid. I, am, I was going to say, I, I think I we're going to see some themes in, in our choices <laughs> we are. here. We really are. <laughs> you're going to really learn a lot about our personalities just by listening to our choices. I think you're going like exotic pets over here. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just waiting to see some if you go Carol Baskin and you go big cats on me. <laughs> because <laughs> well, you're I nuts think, if you get a big oh, cat Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think anybody has that, but actually somebody does. Okay. So my next choice is Jolly from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. That is Esmeralda's goat. And <laughs> okay, with farm animals here. Okay. I think, well, first of all, I think goats are hilarious. Like if I, if we had a farm, I think that if I, you know, if I had my choice, if I had my druthers, I would get, have a small herd of goats. I just think that they seem fun. They seem like funny animals and Jolly seems very loyal and also like, He's got a little bit of a tood, which I like about him. And he also helps Esmeralda. And he's her other half. Like, he has the other half of her earring set. I was going to say that. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that when we talked about the Renaissance movies. We did movies. it. We, ran out, we were talking too much. So but, I didn't... I cut it. But I definitely caught that. And I mentioned that to you when we watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, you caught it. I didn't. They share one pair of earrings right. that they each have on the opposite ear. Okay. So interesting uh, going, with the, going with a lot of outdoorsy creatures that i don't really think are domesticated but that's fine goats what? are domesticated eh, kind of they don't live in your and house you could also technically like get some cheese maybe well jolly's a boy so i don't you don't get cheese off of male goats you know what though you i have seen people have raccoons inside 
Yeah, the, I mean, there was a very popular account. I mean, it still exists, but Pumpkin the Raccoon, rest in peace. Um, but Pumpkin the Raccoon was really popular, and it was a rescue raccoon. And got along with their house dogs and everything like that. Maybe we're getting a raccoon next. My next one is Zazu. And this is where <laughs> I'm going to break my rule because the only when I was thinking about this, I was like, I got to pick Zazu because he's so funny. And then I was like, wait, I don't want these animals to talk. This is, <laughs> this is the real world. But... I, this is a solid choice. If I did, if I went with any talking creature, I think I would go with Zazu because, yeah, he is he's very helpful. Yeah, you're making my you're, you're, thank you for helping me with my point here. <laughs> you're but, welcome. But again, I was going with it. He's a bird, so I was again thinking of okay, what are animals that make sense to have as pets, not like goats. <laughs> But he's goats a on a farm. I'm not living on a uh, farm. I was here. just gonna say he's a hornbill, which is a wild type of bird that is not domesticated. So okay, but birds like you could build like a big <laughs> cage for them or like an aviary. Oh, so you're type gonna thing. make an aviary now in our backyard? Yeah. So with this, all of our crazy podcast money. In this scenario, <laughs> I have built an outdoor sanctuary for all of these oh, okay. pets. Okay. Um, you know, this is like where your plant room is that you want so bad. <laughs> so he's gonna fly around in there, and he's gonna come every morning. He's going to like give me a report about like what's going on. The morning report? He is. He is. So he's going to talk to me because he's really funny. And in my mind, he's voiced by John Oliver. So that's, that helps too. Yeah, that is the one thing about the, the live action Lion King. I mean, I really love, um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Rowan Atkinson, who does the original Zazu. But also John Oliver is equally as good, if not a little bit better than Rowan Atkinson. So yeah, he... I, I agree. I, I completely agree. Great yeah. choice. So, yeah. I'm going with Zazu. All right. So, my number three choice is Abu. Uh, Abu from Aladdin. What's up with all these crazy animals? <laughs> well, again, he's another sidekick animal. He is... I mean, people, whether fortunately or unfortunately, have monkeys. Um, now, I know that monkeys do not make great pets. Uh, they're like eternally having That's an understatement they're like eternally having like a two-year-old i've heard so they don't really make great pets but at the same time abu again seems really uh he seems helpful he seems like he has an again another more of an attitude um he is a little unhinged he doesn't do just what aladdin wants him to do he has his own personality which again <laughs> the theme here uh i that's in the kind of animals that I like is I like them to have their own little personality, but yeah, I think that, and he's a good buddy to Aladdin. So I think that, you know, Abu would be a great pet. I will say the one I think positive about Abu is he's got those sticky fingers. So he's good at like, well, stealing stuff, but yeah, he's also say. good at, he's also good at getting stuff for you. Yeah. Uh, if, excuse so, me, uh, Abu, can you please go get me a LaCroix out of the refrigerator? Well, I was even thinking, I've never seen a person misplace their phone as often as I've seen you do it. <laughs> Probably four to five times a day, you ask where your phone is. And then all of a sudden, I just hear this beeping noise. So you mean this this noise right here? Yes. So I just, I just hear this beeping noise. And typically, the phone is like not even far from you. But I think you could train Abu to hear that noise and go get your phone. So it'd be like, Abu... Go get my phone, play, play the noise, and he runs and gets it. So I could see that uh, working for you. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, yeah, they have thumbs, uh, just like Miko does too. So I mean, two out of the three that I've, I've talked about so far have thumbs. So they would be quite dexterous and can, could maybe fetch some things for me. You're turning into Snow White here. I see where you're going. You're building an army of animals to help you with just general chores around oh, the house. You just wait. Okay. Just you wait. Okay. 
All right, so my next one, I'm keeping it with just traditional cats. <laughs> because, again, traditional animals. But I'm going with the Aristocats. No. I'm going with Duchess and her kittens because no. this no, no, this is a smart play. They're rich. <laughs> this is a smart play. Okay. Up until this point, okay. The I, cats come with money. I might alienate some people here, but the Aristocats may be my least favorite Disney film ever. Okay. Uh, so I'm sorry if you like the movie, but I just couldn't, I could not immerse myself in it. So yeah, but that's a great play right there. I don't care about the movie. I just want the cats for the money. I'm going to adopt those cats. So you're you're the butler in this situation. No, but I don't want to kill the cats. Well, that was dumb. Why wouldn't he? Why yes. would he even just try to kill them? Just keep the cats. I like cats. Cats are nice. Let the cats come wait, wait, wait. with us. There are five of them. Are you telling me we could have five cats? Is this a thing? Am I allowed to have five cats? I mean, if the cats are millionaires, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm adopting these cats. I'm giving them a great home. They're going to they're gonna love the... Um, sanctuary we built with zazu and everything <laughs> that's how we're gonna pay for it yeah but cats and birds don't usually mix very well but but zazu can talk these cats know what's up it's all gonna be okay but we're gonna they're gonna help pay for for all these other animals and the farms for the goats and everything but yeah i'm i'm adopting the aristocats because they are the heirs to the fortune all right strictly a financial play here i, I mean and cats are great not surprising Coming from you, not surprising at all. Again, learning a ton about us from this. But yeah, but so far I've gone cat, bird, cat. And you've gone woodland creature, farm creature, woodland creature. I mean, a jungle creature. Okay, he's, he's whatever. A monkey. Outdoor, outdoor, outdoor animals. Okay, well, my next one. Oh, here we these go. Are, these are indoor animals. In fact, I've actually had one of these as a pet. Whose name was are you coincidentally? Going with the, are you going with the mice from Rescuers Down Under? No, but... I am going with mice. So I had a, a mouse named Mickey Mouse, and I would go from, with Cinderella's mice. That was going to be my next guest. Yep. So this is, you know, like Bert, Mer, uh, Bert, Mert, Luke, Gus, and Mary, Susie, and Perla. So I am this, not living in this house with you. No. This is, a, <laughs> this, is, this is strategic for me. Okay. What do you and I hate to do? Be around mice. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate cleaning and you don't particularly like it either so to be honest i mean our house could definitely be you are turning cleaned snow up okay. a little bit more and they seem to help with household chores they make her clothing i mean this is a perfect situation you have little mice that will that you can you know pet and feed and like be nice to and talk to but also it, they're so benevolent they want to help you with all of your chores it's great until all my cats eat them <laughs> no that's terrible. Oh no, mice. No, that's okay. I'm, I mean, I don't want mice. Seriously, are you making an argument against Mickey right now? Mickey. I mean, Mickey Mouse. He's no, a no, but he's a mouse. But I would not want a mouse I, as a pet. You know what? I think that we have to no, we have to throw you. you out. They're they're fine. So my next one is I'm going Copper from Fox and the Hound. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I'm going with Copper again because I'm thinking if I wanted to adopt a pet. I love hounds, so I'm going with, with Copper. He's a, I don't know if he's just like, I don't know if they ever say like what type of hound he is, he, if he's just like a he basset looks, hound or something, beagle type. He uh, he fits my dog profile. Let's just put it that way. So Loki is a beagle hound mix who I love dearly. So I'm a sucker for hounds and beagles. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I'm going with Copper because... 
yes, I just love hound dogs. <laughs> I would love him so much. And his floppy ears, I'm all over that. And and one amazing thing about, and I don't know if this is all hounds, but at least with, you know, our dog who, again, he's part coon hound and part beagle, is their ears feel like velvet. It is. Oh, their ears are so soft. They love to cuddle. And he they would smell. just curl up with me at night and we would just like snuggle <laughs> and like the little cats would be around us, but they wouldn't be bothering us. But they would all know that copper is my favorite because <laughs> just hounds they're just the cutest dog like ever made and disagree i know you do <laughs> and loki knows too but yeah it's <laughs> so yeah why i'm going loki with, likes him better i'm going with uh i'm going with copper so yeah i'm i've definitely played it safe just a lot of dogs and cats because that's what i would want to adopt i wouldn't want like a goat <laughs> <laughs> yes okay uh, totally okay so my final one and my number one choice for for a pet is now we didn't say it had to be a real animal and i had to had to i try to keep bit. mine real now, but okay all right so who are you going with pegasus from hercules so this <laughs> is not real though all right no so, no so we're this assuming the, pegasuses are real well here. i think that the Flying correct plural is pegasi okay so we're, we're imagining they're real <laughs> And you're going to have one. Okay. Yeah. So this is, first of all, I love, I think horses are majestic creatures. I think they're really cool. I, they're a little scary. I, I will yes. say that, uh, but you know, Pegasus is, is very kind and very loyal to Hercules. I think that's a good pick. And okay. Here's where I was he thinking. Fly. Yes, exactly. So you have the best form of transportation now, like you don't want to pay your mechanic bills. That's fine. You just use your Pegasus. You don't need a car anymore. You just go everywhere by Pegasus. So, so you're just going to be like windblown and then everywhere you my go. My side business is going to be Uber for Pegasi. So I'm going to use my, my Pegasus on the you're side. You're going to rent him out as an Uber. <laughs> and everybody's like, so when you go anywhere, you're just going to have like windblown hair everywhere you go. What are you going to do in the winter? Okay, when it's so, like yes. minus 40 degrees so my thought the air. okay here my my real thought here was i have a 35 ish minute commute to my work it's on highways which is you know they're easy to drive but highways are dangerous so going by pegasus and flying through the air isn't okay um, have right. you seen how good pegasus is at like catching things that are falling i i i have so much trust okay hold on so in in this scenario <laughs> when i say being in a Pegasus is safer. You go, sure, because when I drop and start falling through the sky, I know he'll catch me. So you're going to be okay. He's going to drop you once and you're going to be like, I'm never doing that again. Do you see Megra when she got off of that thing? Yeah. That's going to be you. But that's because she's I, I like afraid that, of heights. Yeah. I like how that's your, okay. We're going to see how you're afraid of heights. Listen. Let's go skydiving. Let's go jump out of a plane. And I'll be like, Angela, it's not you know that what? scary. It's 2020. I might skydive, skydive now. Because that's what flying a Pegasus is like. I like how your uh, your response. Well, he'll catch me if I fall. I mean, I don't plan on falling off. I would hold on for dear life. See, but that's the I correct think, thing to say first. Not he'll catch me. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm pretty sure because Pegasus is made by the gods. I'm pretty sure he can fly really fast as well. So I could probably get to work instead of it taking me 35 minutes. Maybe it takes me 15. It would cut that commute. In like half or le it's less than half. So that would be incredible. I'd have more time to sleep in the morning. Yeah, my hair would be a hot mess, but I already work out before work anyway. So most days my hair is a hot mess. So yeah, it's fine. All right. Two things. One, I don't think I've seen anything in Hercules that leads me to believe Pegasus can fly 
faster than a car can drive. You listen, this so is I Disney fandom. I don't know about website. That. They they mention this. Okay, that he's fast. It might be fast, but I don't think he's faster than a car. But two, he can fly straight to the place. Two, I find it interesting that you pick all animals just based on what they can do for you. Huh. They have to have some utility. I've picked all of my animals <laughs> because they're like just wonderful <laughs> animals. Sure, I did pick the Aristocats for the <laughs> money, but I'm, I'm going to give them a good life. You know, you're <laughs> just like, what can these animals do for me? And I'm always like, what can I do for these animals? I mean, to be fair, just, yes, I did that mostly. And you're the animal Miko, lover. But you're Miko, the animal lover, too. I just want to point that out. Miko was mostly because I think it would be cool to have a raccoon, but... You know, I, I mean, I that's my argument. Would I love them and be a good pet owner? Of course I would. I love animals. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you're, but, you're the animal But lover. I'm just saying there, you know, whenever there's so many choices, then you have to start thinking, okay, well, what would be cool and what would maybe be have a little bit of a utility? And I think all of my choices are solid. No, I think you had good picks. All right. So my last one, and this is kind of my out there pick. I'm going with Sven. Oh. I think it would be cool to have a reindeer. Again, they're real animals. I think it'd be cool to have a reindeer. And Sven seems like a cool guy to hang out with. I agree. I didn't think about Sven. He's like always involved in the antics and stuff. So I think he'd be like fun to hang out with. He'd like play along with like whatever's you know going on. We could well, like reindeers are better than people. Yeah, like we could um, we could like play pranks on people and stuff together. <laughs> I just think Sven would be like a cool animal to hang out with. And apparently, you can ride him, so you also have that ability. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that utility. Again, I wasn't thinking of what can he do for me. I was just thinking about the fun we could have together and just like the planks, the the planks, the pranks we could play. I mean, you guys could do planks together. I don't know what that would look like with a reindeer. We could. So think about it. So aren't reindeers always doing planks? Because when you have a human that does a plank, they put their body in a position where they're basically level, uh, their arms and their legs. Well, all animals basically i was saying doing animal on all fours you could say about dogs cats anything you're well, good. right but they're, they're always, always doing planks so they would win i guess <laughs> i guess but yeah so I'm, I'm gonna go with sven i think this is that's a solid one yeah i, I might have stolen that if i had thought of that one honorable mention hey hey <laughs> yeah i think that and i think the reason i didn't pick too. hey hey is because again i really don't want a chicken i was like <laughs> I, I don't know that i want a chicken around but again He'd be there for just kind of like comic relief. Yeah, I agree. I think Hey Hey would be cool, but I was just like, eh, I don't know that I can pick him. Yeah, the only thing about Hey Hey is you would constantly have to be looking out for his health, because Hey Hey, and so many times Moana had to save Hey Hey from accidentally offing himself. So I, that you know, we both have jobs. It would be very difficult to have Hey Hey and keep him safe, Definitely. particularly with all of our cats raccoons monkeys goats goats and everything else yes <laughs> good picks though yeah i think this I was fun yeah this was fun i think it was interesting to think about which animals would would make good pets i also think it was a good dive into our our psyche of each of us <laughs> of what we went with so so hopefully you enjoyed listening at home again love to hear what your picks were like what Disney character would you love to adopt as a pet? Head over to our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears, and let us know over there. We'd love to hear from you. We would love for you to subscribe and join us every week. We have new episodes every Monday. 
We always love getting new listeners. We have a great episode next week. We're, we're going to be talking with Chris from TDR Explorer about all things Tokyo and the new Beauty and the Beast attraction in the new Fantasyland over at Tokyo Disneyland. So be sure to check out that episode you next Monday. You guys are really going to like it. It was a great interview. Yes, it, it was really great. And it was good to hear somebody's perspective who has actually ridden the ride. Yes, you know, exactly. to kind of really get like that firsthand account of it. So uh, we were really glad that Chris, uh, you know, agreed to talk to us. So really looking forward to that episode next week. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for lending us your ears. And have a great week, everyone. Bye bye.